Welcome to the Black and Green Podcast. It's your go-to place to find the latest high-quality, all-natural products created by Black artisans. Hosted by yours truly, Dr. Kristen H., the founder of Black and Green, we'll discuss all things health, wellness, self-care, and of course, self-love. This podcast features a refreshing lineup of guests, from entrepreneurs and artisans to holistic lifestylists and clean beauty experts, and a plethora of other innovators within the wellness industry. Join me as we learn from the best of the best. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining us again. I love that we have all our listeners. You're the reason why we keep doing what we're doing. Today, we have an exciting guest. She's been with me from the very early days of Black and Green. So can you please introduce yourself? Hi everyone, my name is Dr. Melody Davis Bundridge and I'm the CEO and founder of Love & Co Beauty. Can you tell us more about Love & Co Beauty? Absolutely. Well, love is mission to really just inspire creativity, um, build confidence and community within the black women by connecting them to healthy makeup. Um, at mm. the time when we started, which was actually 10 years ago, we didn't find any uh, high percentage organic or 100% natural makeup lines that had a really, really, really diverse shade spectrum in terms of complexion products on the market. And at the time, you know, it was a natural hair movement and we were all being more wellness oriented. And so I wanted to develop a line. I did it based on my research and my dissertation and to make sure that we eliminated all of the toxic ingredients that were um, linked to health disparities in black women in particular in the medical journals. And so that's what we did. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. That's kind of the same research I was inspired by when I started Black and Green. So my dissertation was also on health disparities. And I said, ah, health disparities is so systemic. It's such a system issue. I said, how can I help this from a different lane and different lens? So that's how Black and Green was born. Exactly, exactly. It was like kismet. Exactly. It really was. So tell me about your your work and how you became a doctor and kind of how you turned down this path. Well, you know, it was I think it's been building my whole life because I was a makeup artist for many, many years. Um, I, you know, was working for Sephora, all the big brands, um, Sebastian International. I was traveling as an educator for them. Mm-hmm. And then I was introduced to Aveda, which was my mm-hmm. first line that was based on natural cosmetics. Mm-hmm. Um, and so as I spent time in retail, owned a brick and mortar store. And, you know, we had this big thing called a recession in 2008. (laughs) (laughs) And I had a child who was um, put on the autism spectrum and also had ADHD and some diagnosed learning disabilities. Mm. And I wanted to take some time off away from the corporate job. So I said, hey, you know what? I have business degrees. I have two business degrees, but I wanted to be more creative, wanted to get more into retail more and wanted to take my creative background as a makeup artist and try to figure out how to be more entrepreneurial. So I decided to go get my PhD at the University of Georgia. And that's when I ran into all of this research. And I traveled overseas, did product development, became certified as a product developer in the UK because we know that their standards are much better, much greater uh, than in the U.S., right? And so then I came back to UGA and said, hey, I got this great idea for a business. So I pitched it at a business pitch competition and won the competition. And that's what gave me the funding to launch the line. So well, that's amazing. I'm always so shocked 
and surprised at how when I look at the other countries and the ingredients that they allow in their products and what we allow, well, it's like night and day. It's like America's like, come <laughs> here. We're going to poison you and put all the chemicals and toxins in your body. But anywhere else, like, no, no, no. We won't let our people do that. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And it was, you know, five, six times as worse if you were a black woman, unfortunately. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So tell me about your big vision for your brand. My big vision, you know, was to distribute throughout the diaspora. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, so I know we started here in the U.S., but again, I had that initial exposure also to the U.K. I wanted to, at, at the time, there was no place in retail for us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It, it just simply wasn't. And, you know, this was back into 2013. It wasn't yep. until seven years later, right, yep. Yep. <laughs> that people started talking about black-owned brands and small indie brands in retail and being able to have a place there. So what I wanted to do was partner with people like you, um, mm-hmm. you know, other black women who were had their own um, vision for wellness in the space and retail. And I felt that, you know, I would just collaborate with the women who knew that this was, I didn't have to convince you. You know, like they knew that this was an issue and they knew that we needed more products, healthier products. Absolutely. Wonderful. So that's what, what we're doing. And we just opened our, um, so we're, we're partnering with Black and Green. We have lots of other retail partners. We have our own brick and mortar store. And then we just want to get the, as much products in the hands of Black women so that they can actually share it themselves as well. Oh gosh, that's amazing. What's one of the biggest lessons that you have learned? To just keep going, no matter how many people tell you what you're doing isn't needed, um, Mm -hmm. because that's what I had to deal with. Those seven years we just mentioned, Mm -hmm, that's mm -hmm. what was going on. And then all of a sudden, tragedy happened, right? And it took all the tragedy and the trauma and in the world seeing Black people go through all the tragedy and trauma to now say, oh, wow, they do deserve a chance. Mm -hmm. They do deserve healthier products. They do need a space in retail or they do, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Just, just keep going. No, no matter, that was the challenge, but you just stick with your guts. You know that you're talking to your target audience. Mm. That's what we do in the research, right? You know, mm-hmm. <laughs> being yeah. in academia as well, right? If, if, we're, if we're doing a study and we're already hearing from thousands of women in our target audience, and that's all the proof of the pudding we need, yeah. it's statistically significant, <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean, all the studies. And, and, and a lot of times you didn't have the data because our target audience wasn't the primary research participant. Mm. So we weren't even allowed to share our voices, to share our stories in that lane. Mm -hmm. And then now here we are able to do that. Absolutely. Because they weren't asking us. Exactly. (laughs) (laughs) What is one of the biggest impacts or change that you want to see happen? I kind of think of it as I want to have change in the world in some way. What change Mm -hmm. in the world do you want to have? To be honest with you, I want to have a change where it's more, it's economical. It's, it's mm-hmm. a, it's a, it's a safe space in terms of community, but we're keeping more of the dollars mm-hmm. and we're recycling more of those dollars within our community because we um, are the biggest spenders within beauty and we should own more of it. Mm-hmm. Um, and so that's where I would like for my brand to eventually come into play um, is, and I, I won't say eventually because we did do eight years, um, with another partner organization as well. And that was their main purpose was 
recycling the dollars within the black community. We joined as many organizations as we could for the buy black movement before it was popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I, I want to do more of that, you know, just having more of the retail price, not necessarily going to big box, but actually staying within our community. Absolutely. Oh, I'm curious why you say not necessarily, not necessarily going to big box. Like, what is that there? Is that a hesitation? Is that like a, uh, you're not sure if it's the right space? Kind of walk me through that. I don't believe it's the right space for my brand. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we were um, talking to big box retailers after 2020. We were courted by one in particular for about two years. Um, it just wasn't the move for us. And I'm just much more community focused. Mm-hmm. And so we actually have a new initiative that we're, heavily working towards now. And I wasn't sure if, uh, you know, could tell you about that, but I'm love to tell you if you want to hear about that. Yeah, <laughs> but you're working going, I would love to hear about it. Yeah. I, I love it. We're working with black and green, but we also have, you know, other initiatives. And so I would love to share that. So I have partnered with, um, Dr. Tracy Lynn, who is, uh, an icon, uh, in the space of beauty and retailing and fashion accessories and direct selling. And I am one of the founding members of her iconic circle of empowering women to reach their next level of potential and entrepreneurship. And so um, she's uh, a one-on-one mentor. We spend lots of time together. And what we're doing right now is launching Love & Co. um, as a direct sales company in the same lane where she had so much success. Um, so Tr- Tracy Lynn Jewelry, if you all are familiar with it, $100 million brand, um, 35,000 consultants nationwide, also tried to l- launch in Canada as well. And so um, that's a new opportunity, and that's what we're actively working towards. In addition to all of our um, other retail partners, e-com, Amazon, other places where we sell, in our own brick-and-mortar store where you can find love. But we really just want to impact women at every level. Um, and and that's very personal to me. Mm. Uh, so it's, instead of going into big box, you know, I, I'm, I'm that mom, right? I'm that mom with the special needs kid <laughs> mm. who needed to come up with an extra $30,000, $40,000 for tuition, right? Mm. You know, I'm that, I was a single mom for many, many years who needed to work in makeup and beauty as my part-time job because it's, mm. hey, it's a great income. You can make commission. So I just feel like different cycles throughout my life, I've needed a brand like love. Mm. And, but I've needed it to impact me and my family. Um, and I, instead of going into all of the major retailers, I would love when we're paying 60, 65% to the retailer and lots of fees, I would love for that, those dollars to, um, go to independent women who, um, who need, who need the funds for their families. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I love the vision. Um, I love, like. So the, the backstory of Black and Green is that I saw these Black indie brands who are making products. After I read my research about how the products market to Black people are more toxic than products market to everyone else, I said, okay, I want to buy all natural, non-toxic products. But it's not my ministry or my genius to create products. So I said, there's already Black women doing this. We just don't know this. And so mm-hmm. I kind of went on a mission as many black women who are making all natural, non-toxic products. 
And Black and Green was created to make it easier for all of us to shop and purchase these Black-owned, women-owned indie brands that are also all natural and non-toxic. Right. Accessibility was a huge problem, and you've been a big pioneer in solving that issue, you know. Um, and think about where we live traditionally. And the, mm-hmm. one of the things I even say about where I put my new store mm-hmm. is our flagship store. It's mm-hmm. like, why is there no high quality cosmetic boutiques in melanated suburbia? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Right. Our only option is to run down to Walmart or Target, you know, or go to the local beauty supply store. Mm-hmm. And they don't have the type of products that they don't have prestige. We want prestige, high quality, organic products. Exactly. Not necessarily just um, things, typical things that you would find at a, at a beauty supply. Right. And so I looked at either other companies like um, Merrill Norman. I'm not sure if you're familiar with that brand, but it's like a mm-hmm. hundred year old, um, you know, legacy brand, mm-hmm. but that has traditionally not served women of color. Oh, gosh. Um, and they have a franchise model where in suburbia, you know, independent women can franchise and own a Merrill Norman store. And they have, you know, very loyal customers. Um, and so there's that option. There's that high quality prestige mm. option that you can find right there in your neighborhood. Yes. And I'm like, we don't have the neighborhood clean beauty store that services black women. I want, to, I want to create that, and so that's what we did. Well, tell me where your brick and mortar is. It is on the south side of Atlanta. Yeah. Um, it's in a town called McDonough, Georgia. It is highly melanated suburbia um, from, you know, seven-figure homes all the way down to, you know, low six-figure homes. But um, the, the population, the demographics has recently changed in, in uh, especially since COVID, lots of people moving down from New York and mm. Washington, D.C., coming to the Atlanta area. But you, but the prices are so extremely high in the city that you go out to the suburbs and really create a really nice lifestyle for yourself, really great schools, etc. So I have been in the area since, oh, wow, like 2007. And uh, it, it, you know, the, the demographics has, has changed. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. so when I saw that shift, you know, um, I was like, okay, this is going to be a great location, a location for a store like mine. Oh, that's amazing. We're going to pause for a moment for meditation. Now we will pause for a moment of meditation with Dr. Crystal Jones. So wherever you are right now, just take a moment to be be in your awareness, be in your truth, be in your wholeness. Allow yourself to show up as light, dark, and every shade of gray in between. Feeling your presence, experiencing your truth. Finding your breath. instead of directing her, listen to her. Ask her where she wants to spend more time and spend more time there. Ask her where she's stuck and go into the experience of why. Be in this breath, be in this movement, 
cultivate this experience through the rest of your day. Honoring that your truth and whatever you show up as is always enough. You are perfection and excellence personified. Anything that tells you that you're anything else no longer serves you. Okay, now that we're back from our meditation, the question that I've been thinking about is what's next? What are you working on next? What's in your brain for this next big dream or this next big thing you want to work on? Yeah, so that is that would be um, continuing to get more partners, um, just spreading love. That's our mission, right? Um, that's why we're named just showing, you know, more people how to wear the product, educating them on clean beauty, mm-hmm. conscious beauty, wellness in in the color cosmetic space and then just spreading that information right um throughout the diaspora and the one way that we're going to do that is by partnering with people like you and then also allowing more other other black women um or even other women of color who are interested in helping us with that mission um to do so through the through our our direct sales opportunity and so we've, we've already started working on our um, software and our the rest of our tech, our compensation plan, our legal agreements, and all of that. And so we're we'll be launching in the next few months. Oh, that's really exciting! Do you have any more products that you're creating? Are you kind of tell me about your products? So talk about the products you have about green and any you know, new ones you have that you're creating. Yeah, absolutely. Well, you know, we started off just as a mineral makeup company, but we have greatly expanded our product line just based on, you know, feedback from um, black women as to like what they couldn't find in the clean beauty space. And so we do have a range of lipsticks, lip gloss. Um, Those are on black and green. Mm -hmm. Uh, We also have a full range of complexion products. We have organic eye pomades and eyeliners, mascara. The mascara has received a lot of attention through um, the media and the press as being like one of the best mascaras in clean beauty. I mean, up against much, much, much bigger brands um, for not, not only sensitive skin, but sensitive eyes, right? Mm. We're always tearing up when we have those chemicals around our eyes, and it's not, it's not affecting us very well. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yes, in the future, we're also going to be launching a skincare line, Ooh. and we've already um, tested it at our store. So we've been testing the sales of the skincare line for the last uh, about six weeks, and it is selling off the shelves. Um, so... We wanted to make sure that we put it in real life first, where people could experience the products, they could smell them and mm-hmm. and try them and purchase them and then get that consumer feedback. You know, of course, you always have to test the market first before you do a major launch. And so that's what we're going to be doing next for our major launch. So it's a seven-piece uh, skincare line. Oh, awesome. Yeah. Tell me about the seven pieces. Okay, so we have a... Cleansing oil, uh-huh. um, which is a vitamin oh, C oh, based. Why cleansing oil? <laughs> Be, okay, well, two reasons. One, because once we remove our makeup, I like to do double cleanse. Okay. Right? So the other product is a micellar water, mm-hmm. where the micellar beads really adhere closely to dirt, oil, and any makeup. And so, because mm-hmm. I'm a big makeup user, <laughs> I need to first get all of that off. Um, but then after that, I want to address hyperpigmentation. And I want to do it in a very light fashion, but I want to do it um, where it, it kind of turns into like a cream and nothing that's super foamy because I, we stay away from... Um, 
you know, lots of ingredients that are toxic that will cause your sulfates, right? Sulfates and other ingredients that, that produce all the foaming action. Um, and so oils are much more natural. And so we decided on a cleansing oil for those, well, three reasons. Um, so the, the cleansing oil, when you just put a little bit of water in it, it turns um, a, a little bit um, like into a, like a light cream mm-hmm. um, that will be great for your finishing up your double cleanse, but again, also addresses the hyperpigmentation because it has high uh, vitamin C in it. Mm-hmm. Um, so then the third product is the toner. Of course, we need to reestablish our pH balance with that. And it has green tea as the main ingredient. And the fourth product is a vitamin C moisturizing oil because then we need to hydrate. But then again, also keep treating the number one issue for black women is hyperpigmentation. And of course, we're staying away from hydroquinone and and all of those ingredients that are toxic. Um, And so then we have a charcoal mask and we have a jojoba bead scrub. So these are for really light exfoliation, again, addressing some of our main main concerns. Um, but that is very gentle, very soothing, um, not that abrasive bead, you know, that you can get in some of the scrubs. Um, but we do want to remove dead skin. And of course we want to treat our skin to a little spa feeling, you know, at least once a week or once every other week. And so, yes, we came out with a mask as well as the, um, the scrub. Okay. Wonderful. So when you're at the point where you're ready for other marketplaces to sell your your system, make sure you apply to Black and Green to see if we can bring it on. Absolutely. That sounds wonderful. Absolutely. Let me know if there's anything I didn't ask or that you're burning to share about your journey and your work. Ooh, before you answer that question, I had one question. Tell me about your self-care process, your self-care journey. What do you do to make sure you're taking care of yourself? I travel a lot. Mm-hmm. Um as you know, I'm also a college professor full time. And so trying to balance it all can get pretty hectic sometimes. Um, a lot of red eye flights <laughs> between cities. I actually teach at a college that's not in the same state where I live and where my store is. And so I'm constantly on the road. Um, so honestly, I, when I take my time for my days to just completely zone out. I mean, that means I'm not on social as much as I technically should be as an entrepreneur. (laughs) That means complete quiet. That means no travel. That means going to have a massage to just calm all the senses of the body. Um, And then of course my own daily routines because the stress affects your skin. Um, I also have now not mentioned, which will answer your next question, kind of wrapped into this question Mm -hmm. too. I am a SCAD heart attack survivor. Mm. So I have to be very careful about the environmental stress and the level of emotional stress that I put myself under. Um, Of course, heart disease is also tied into cosmetics and toxic ingredients as well. So you never know like all the different pressures within your life, you know, what you're using and, and how you're living and, and all the other stresses around you um, and how it will have an overall impact on your health. Mm-hmm. And so the day that I had my heart attack, I just vowed that I would take consistent time for myself. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, uh, if, it, if people aren't aware of what a SCAD is, it is called the healthy woman's heart attack. 
meaning you have no previous issues with high cholesterol or, you know, it's not surround, it's not about your diet or anything like that, that normally would cause clogged arteries. A SCAT means spontaneous core. It stands for, it's an acronym that stands for a spontaneous coronary artery dissection, which means just out of the blue, spontaneously, your artery breaks. Hmm. And a it's very rare, but it impacts black women, um, and, but most of us don't know anything about it. So mm. I was completely shocked when that happened. Um, and so that means that my, I have a hate consistent. I just have no choice. If I want to live, I have to take care of myself. Yeah, and well, everybody, if we want to live, if we want to live, right. And I know it's easy to let the rat race get to you and all the jobs and the rushing around and, you know, wanting to have your impact on the world and all of that. Um, but you have to stop sometimes and just be at peace with your family, be content. Like I, I'm, I'm a Christian as well. You know, I know that everybody may not have the same beliefs as me, but there's, there's a scripture that says, you know, like in all things, just be content, mm. you know, and I've had to learn how to just be content. If it's a high profit money making day, I'm content. What if, it's a, is that? if it's a low profit money day, I'm also content. Exactly. I can't quote the exact one. <laughs> I should be able to. When you find it, it. To email it to me because yeah. I will have to go read it. Yeah, um, I, I definitely will. You know, but I just remember. I remember hearing it one day, and it's just kind of stuck with me that mm. I have to. I have to just. I have to be content no matter how mm. the day is going. Mm. Uh, and a part of that is is slowing down. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Do you have any tips or advice of how you slow down or things woman who's listening? I need to slow down, but I don't know how. Any tips on how to do it? Don't know how. I mean, some, sometimes you have to delegate um, more than what you think you would have at that stage of the game. I'm talking about in business. Sometimes you have to restructure budgets and spend a little bit more so that you can pay and outsource things to get done. Although you may, mm -hmm. oh, I can do that. I can do this. I can do that. Right. I mean, I have an accounting degree. I have an HR degree. <laughs> I have a, a, a mer merchandising degree, but it doesn't necessarily mean, it means that I can oversee that process in the business, but I don't have to be hands on. And yeah. that is hard yeah. to let go. So trying to calm, if you have like I do, like sometimes um, control, <laughs> you want to be in control of every, everything that's going on because you feel it's your baby, it's your passion. Nobody may treat it with the kid gloves as much as you do, but there comes a time where you, you just, you have to um, mm. do those things. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's how I did it in business. Oh, I, I love it. I always tell people that with small indie brands, you are your business. Your business is only going to be as successful as you make it be successful. But if you crash, your business crashes. Exactly. And so taking care of yourself is like goal number one. You have to make sure that you're 100%. You're 100% healthy so you can show up to run your business. Right. Exactly. It's the best advice. Yeah, I was that is talking the best to, advice. <laughs> I was talking to my cousin that she feels so guilty for doing things to take care of herself. And I, I explained to her, I said, when you don't do things to take care of yourself, you're going to be irritable, 
you're going to be fussy, and you're going to become a bad mom and a bad wife because right. you haven't taken care of yourself. So don't feel bad for asking for an hour to get a massage or to go to the gym. You need it to show up for them. So make sure you show up for yourself. Yes, I couldn't agree more. <laughs> well, wonderful. Now you can answer my question. Did I leave anything out that you want to share um, before we go ahead and hop off of here? No, I guess that one thing would be what I kind of slid into the last question about. Because I, I, in, in terms of awareness, I just think it's super important, um, you know, because what drove all of this was health, right, was the disparities. And a lot of times we just simply don't know in our day-to-day lives how really how negatively we can't always blame it on all of the products. It's a combination of these things. Yep. Yep. But you take... You exercise on the side of caution, mm-hmm. right? And and all that we do to try to make the to- the total impact on our lives um, to be as positive as possible and um, get rid of all as many of the negativities as as we can. Um, so yeah, I like to make sure that everyone knows that part of my story. And thank you so much for allowing me to to, to slide that in there. No, and thank yeah. you for trusting me enough and trusting us enough to be authentic and to uh, be vulnerable and to share your story. Um, I think a key takeaway is that basically your thoughts become your reality. You have a lot of control over your, um, your life. And so be content and be happy and create a life that you want to live. Yes, I couldn't agree more. Thank you so much for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you for tuning into the Black and Green podcast. Did you have more questions for our special guest? Please leave your questions in the comment section. Also, check us out at blkgrn.com. Please subscribe and comment. We love hearing from you. Until next time, buy black and live green.